The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. We have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness and we are now in a new kingdom. Those are two different systems. In those systems, we have two different ways of speaking. speaking. The enemy tries to use words of darkness to get you to express yourself. People use the words, I'm catching a cold. You make me sick. I'm dying to go. Words are authority in the earth. Satan waits on your words. So we got to always speak the words of the kingdom because those words are going to empower you and move you forward. How do you get God's word? Out of his book. Speak something in line with what God says about your life. Inside of you is soil. You stick something in it, it will try to grow it. And what you're going to sow is a seed of the word of the kingdom. And the word will become what? Well, wait a minute, suppose I stick some house seed in there. The Word will become house. Once you meditate this and get this down in here, all of a sudden, your seeing God with you is bigger than you seeing the devil coming against you. Speaking the Word of the kingdom would dominate anything that's out of line with heaven. There's a story I used to tell, and I might have... You might have heard it before. There was a woman, and she had gotten married, and she was fixing some dinner for her husband, new marriage, and she had a roast, and she cut the end off, put it in the pot, put it in the oven. Now, her husband asked her, said, sweetheart, I noticed that you cut the end off the roast and put it in the oven. Why did you cut the end off of it? She said, I don't know. Mama did that. She said, let me call Mama and find out. Mama, why, why um, I, I cut the end off the roast, but I saw you do it all the time. Why, why, uh, why did you do that? Mama said, baby, I don't know. <laughs> Big Mama did that. So they called Big Mama. Big Mama, we, we noticed you cut the end off the roast and put it in the pot and cook it. Why'd you cut the end off the roast? Oh, baby, I cut the end off the roast because the pot was too small. <laughs> People in the church do stuff. Watch this. And have lost a revelation of why in the world am I doing that? So because they have and it's become tradition, it has no power. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Let me read you some of these things. <clears throat> People have lost the revelation of the blood of Jesus. That used to be a teaching. The Bible talks in Romans chapter 3 about faith in the blood. The blood of Jesus is so powerful. Watch this. You can, you can plead the blood over your child before they go out. And this one witch that switched said they tried to get close to this child, but the blood was over this child and they couldn't even get to him. 
Not only that, the blood cleanses your conscience. That means people who have been abused when they were young, I mean, molested and so forth, many times they grow up with a consciousness of that. It starts affecting their future and their life. They can take the blood, watch this, and purge all thoughts of that. The blood will do that. Not only that, the blood will speak. When, when you're in trouble and you see things coming on you that are impossible, just confess what God said. And that confession goes up to heaven and the blood that's on the mercy seat also cries out the same thing. And because of two witnesses, God will move on your behalf. The blood. Not only that, how about the name of Jesus? Somehow we'll drop a piece of paper and say, oh, Jesus. Well, see, I don't know whether that person really knows the power of that name. Because when you really know the power of that name, you just don't throw that name around. Because when you speak that name, demons tremble. How about communion? Communion ain't just drinking some wine or some juice. Communion is healing time. Communion is deliverance time. Demons cannot stand communion. How about uh, 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 impartation? I'm talking about laying hands on somebody. That is a way of the ordination and so forth. You can actually, a person can lay hands on somebody and the gifts that are in that person will flow into this person and this person never went to school to get them. I'm talking about supernatural. How about praise? Praise is very significant. People come to praise, but people who don't know God don't know the value of praise. Father, the Bible says praise will steal the enemy. No, you got to look that up in the Amplified. Praise will make the devil shut up. I'm talking about the enemy speaking into your mind saying, you're going to die. Oh, you got a heart attack coming. Oh, look what they're saying about you. They, people don't like you. Go for it. That's the devil's talk. You need to start praising God. Not only will praise God do that, praise will launch angels. Angels will launch on your behalf because of your praise. Praise is the way that you bring God right down into your situation. I'm talking about praise. How about favor? Lord have mercy. Favor ain't fair. Folks, favor is a powerful thing. In other words, you're not going to go any higher than the favor of God enables you to go. If you look in this Bible, even in Luke's gospel and Luke chapter two, it says in verse 52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. If Jesus had to have favor, don't you think you might have to have favor? Favor determines the limits of your destiny. Favor is something that God gave you to enable you with the grace of God to do what God's called you to do. 
One encounter with favor is worth a lifetime of labor. Folks, I declare favor every day. Father, I thank you that favor is on my life producing supernatural increase, promotion, restoration, honor, increased assets, greater victories, recognition, prominence, preferential treatment, petitions granted, policies and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. The favor surrounds me like a shield. How about the woman named Esther? Esther, she couldn't be called into the king's palace unless the king sent for her. But Mordecai said, Esther, you got to go up there because you are sent for such a time as this. And Esther put on her royal robe and donned herself with her royal apparel and stepped into the king's chamber. And the king pointed his scepter at Esther. Esther, what is it that you want? I'll give it to you up to half my kingdom. I'm talking about when God gives you favor, people that don't like you will give to you. <laughs> if you place the value of favor that God intended, it will take you places that your destiny has been predetermined. It'll give you strength. It'll give you speed. It'll give you promotion. I'm telling you, favor was on Noah. Favor was on Joseph. Favor was on Gideon. Favor was on Abraham. Favor was on David. Favor was on Solomon. Favor was on Daniel. Favor is on me. Praise God. That's why I got raised up. This is your year of God's favor in your life. How about prayer? Just plain old prayer. I won't go to these scriptures, but you can write them down. This is Luke chapter 9, verse 51 through 56. And what happened was the disciples notice, man, I didn't mean to preach that hard. Disciples notice that people didn't come out to Jesus' meeting. And Jesus said, uh, one of the disciples said, Master, call fire down on them and burn them up just like, you know. Jesus said, wait a minute, you don't know what spirit you're of. And they went to another village. Now, why didn't the, why didn't the people come out? The people didn't come out because somebody didn't pray. They didn't pray for that village. Jesus prayed for Jerusalem. The Bible says he set his face to go to Jerusalem. Wherever you're going, pray there first. Got it? Pray there first, and you can do that. Command your morning, it says in the book of Job. You can come, don't just get up and start walking. <laughs> Pray first, and then your steps will be ordered by the Lord. Isn't that a much better way to live? Prayer. He said, Lord, Luke chapter 11, verse 1, teach us to pray 
as John taught his disciples to pray. John had a meeting out in the wilderness and people came by the hundreds. Folks, when you don't pray, they stay away by the hundreds. <laughs> you know, we got newspapers and flyers, <laughs> all kind of TV ads, but they didn't have that back in that day. All they had was prayer. And I'm telling you, we somehow we didn't got away from prayer. We think TV promos are going to do it. Folks, it's prayer that does it. Say amen to that. The word of God is the word of the kingdom. And the word of the kingdom comes with power. No, isn't that good preaching right there? All right. Turn back to Micah. But thou Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from of old, from everlasting. But thou Bethlehem Ephrata. Now this is Bethlehem. Bethlehem was a place that Jesus was born, but it wasn't any Bethlehem. There's a Bethlehem in England. There's a Bethlehem in the United States in one of our cities, but he didn't call those Bethlehem. He's talking about a specific spot in this earth that Jesus was going to be born. Bethlehem. Got it? That is the word of the kingdom given by a prophetic utterance of the prophet. Got it? Now let's go to Luke's gospel. Look at Luke chapter two and look at verse one. And it came to pass in, these, in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made in Cyrenius when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. It all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, now that's where Joseph was, out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called what? Bethlehem. Because he was of the house of the lineage of David. He came out of Bethlehem, so he's going to have to go back to Bethlehem to pay the taxes. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be what? Delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, let me just clear this up first. This is not my message, but let me clear it up. <laughs> swaddling does not mean raggedy. <laughs> it has to do with tightly wrapped garments. And the reason why they were in a stable is because there was no room at the Ritz. They weren't there because they had no money. They were there because there was no room. Why? Because everybody was coming to pay taxes. But how did they get there? 
I know faith. We know faith in all of it. But how did they get there? Caesar Augustus made a decree that everybody's going to have to come back to their their hometown to pay taxes. So they had to come back. But Mary just happened to be what? Great with child. So isn't it interesting how he made a decree at a time she was great? Is that the right bunch I'm talking to now? Now, isn't this something that now they come back and it just so happened, he came out of Galilee, that's where they were living. And it just so happened when they got back, they couldn't travel any further. Mary had to come for They needed a room somewhere, but the rooms were taken up so they got into a manger and that's where they had this child. Are y'all with me? What made Caesar issue a tax at this time? I submit to you the word of God. Folks, once you release the word, back off, because the word is about to go to work. (laughs) <laughs> the Bible says the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Quick means alive. When you release that Word, everything comes with it. Why? Because in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word is God. God goes to work on your behalf. My point to you is, is notice Jesus spoke to that fig tree and he didn't stand around to see if the fig tree was going to drive, did he? What did he do? He went on and took care of business. Why? Because once you release the word in faith, like these prophets did, even though it was hundreds of years before, something happened in another generation. I'm saying you got here because somebody prayed for you was probably your great, great grandmother prayed for you. Jesus said, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into the harvest. Notice, you got to even pray that God send somebody to get somebody saved. Say amen to that. And folks, we can pray and angels start working on our behalf. I'm saying all kinds of things happen when you pray. Prayer is a powerful thing, but when you pray, don't pray, Lord, prop me up on the leaning side. He don't want to hear nothing about that. You pray the Word of God, and when you pray the Word of God, angels watch over that Word. Angels make sure that Word come to pass, and you're going to have what you pray. I said, you're going to have what you pray. So don't think you're just sending up a scatter shot. Once you pray, once it leaves your mouth, it's a done deal. I said, once it leaves, I'm going to bring faith and prayer back into this church. That when you pray, you know something's going to happen. I mean, the devil want to distract you from everything, but he's trying to keep you from getting on your knees. Because when you break them knees down, Jack, something about to happen. The devil knows he's about to give something up. Some money is about to come into your hands. That 
Well, do you understand what I'm talking about? These are things we got to get back to. Folks traditionally have thought of prayer. This is what they say. Oh, I tried everything else. Well, girl, why don't we pray? Oh, Lord, has it come to that? Has it come to that? You should have prayed the first time with your narrow self. You, sh- you should have prayed the moment you had a problem. Pow! Folks, I'm going to tell you, some of y'all in here right now, because somebody prayed for you. Watch this, watch this. You don't want to be here. <laughs> but, the, but the word is the controlling factor. Isn't this wonderful? All right, the last thing, turn to Mark chapter 4. He says, verse 14, the sower soweth the word. Verse 26. And he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground, should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed is going to spring and grow up. He doesn't know how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first a blade, then the ear, and after the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle. Why? Because the harvest is come. And he said, whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or what, with what comparison shall we compare it? He's comparing it with something. It's like a grain of mustard seed, which... When it's sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, what does it do? It groweth up. And what does it do? Becometh greater. All right. The word of the kingdom. Satan tries to get you to sow words of the kingdom of darkness. Words of the kingdom of darkness. Uh, Girl, you make me sick. That's the words of kingdom of darkness. You know you don't want to be sick, but you've been taught to say that. Uh, oh, man, I'm just dying to go. Dying? Why you got to die to go? You don't need to die to go. Now, those, that, see, you think those words don't have any, any power to them, but they hold you back from your destiny because words are an authority in the earth. And Satan waits on your words. So we got to always speak the words of the kingdom because those words are going to empower you and move you forward. Satan's words are designed to contain you, make you stay right where you are. Say amen to this. So you got two sets of words. So you always want to speak God's word. How do you get God's word? Out of his book. Speak something in line with what God says about your life. Well, I trust that you are blessed by this powerful teaching. Now it's called the word of the kingdom. Now this is a part of a four disc series. Now here's a very important point that you'd like to remember. Sometimes we make the word of God of none effect because of our tradition. In other words, we just sing things and we just say things. I'm talking about things of the Bible and we never really expect anything to happen. Remember when the apostles spoke to this man who was sitting by the gate, beautiful, who was lame in his feet. He was a beggar. He had never walked. And they said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. The man leaped, walking, (laughs) stood up, praising God. Now, everybody was looking at them, and Peter said, well, why are you looking at us? Through our own name or holiness, we made this man to walk. But through his name and our faith in his name has made this man whole. So you can have the name of Jesus, but no faith in that name. Why? Because of tradition. We just sing about it and say things about it. But do you realize when you 
use that name, demons tremble. When you, you, you're, you're, you're on a bus and, 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 and you're back there on the bus, maybe you say something about God and God this and yeah, you know, God this and that, but you say Jesus, everybody's going to turn around. Why? Because that name disturbs the whole atmosphere. And I'm just saying the name, the blood of Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, all these things have power in them. But if you don't believe that they have power in them, then the power will not be there. It'll not be there for you and I to do what God has called us to do with the word of the kingdom. Praise God. The announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can order this powerful set of teachings. And I'll be right back. We have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness and we are now in a new kingdom. Those are two different systems. In those systems, we have two different ways of speaking. speaking. The enemy tries to use words of darkness to get you to express yourself. People use the words, I'm catching a cold. You make me sick. I'm dying to go. Words are authority in the earth. Satan waits on your words. So we got to always speak the words of the kingdom because those words are going to empower you and move you forward. How do you get God's word? Out of his book. Speak something in line with what God says about your life. Inside of you is soil. You stick something in it, it will try to grow it. And what you're going to sow is a seed of the word of the kingdom. And the word will become what? Well, wait a minute, suppose I stick some house seed in there. The Word will become house. Once you meditate this and get this down in here, all of a sudden, your seeing God with you is bigger than you seeing the devil coming against you. Speaking the Word of the kingdom would dominate anything that's out of line with heaven. Discover the power to operate on a supernatural level and triumph over every situation in Dr. Bill Winston's dynamic teaching entitled The Word of the Kingdom. To order your copy of The Word of the Kingdom, contact us online at billwinston.org by phone at 1-800-711-9327. You can also write to us at Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303. Order this dynamic teaching, The Word of the Kingdom, today. Now the church must get back to demonstrating uh, the kingdom of God by returning to faith in the blood of Jesus, faith in the name of Jesus, glory to God, faith in the word of the kingdom, because the word of God, if you have faith in that word, God will watch over that word and make it good. I don't care what the situation is. You see, we're, we're not here just hoping that things happen. No, we're here to make something happen and we're going to do it through the power of the word of the kingdom. Glory to God. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you. And until next week, keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. 
contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.